Just graduated materials engineering maven and pageant circuit veteran Reagan Hanley is bringing as much poise <laughs> to prosthetics and orthotics as she did to the runway. Her school, Auburn University. Her talent, being smart. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. <laughs> it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hey, War Eagle, to all of you out there in podcast land, congratulations on the best decision of your day. Probably week, could be month, maybe year. Hope it's not life, but you never know. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, for tuning into the best podcast in all of higher education, that would be the award-winning hashtag getting brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing, uh, Auburn University. That's where we are. Uh, I am Jeremy Henderson, a communications and marketing specialist uh, for the uh, level, what am I, three? Yeah, three, you can only three. go to three. You I finally can only go you, to three. You, <laughs> Jared, I got to get out you've of here. Gone, you've gone as high as you can yeah, go, Jared. Okay. All right. That, <laughs> that did it for me. Uh, a communications and marketing specialist uh, in that office. Austin Phillips over here sitting across from me. He is the uh, He's my co-host with the most most. He is the... Uh, <laughs> He's director of the the office. A lot of people have said that. I have Co-host no idea most, what that means. But. And uh, Marcus Klutz over here on his uh, rehabilitation tour uh, for the reputation. Uh, he's doing great. No, I said I wasn't going to do it again. Did I? Well, uh, I mean, did <laughs> there not, you go, did Jer. Not, did not, my bad. <laughs> no, Marcus Klutz, a level four. Oh, my gosh. Uh, producer, director in this office, twisting the knobs, breaking hearts. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, Austin, uh, about a year ago. We had a young man, a young electrical engineer on this uh, show, a valuable uh, part to the Auburn Tiger football team. Very impressive. Yet, at the same time, you almost felt like there was somebody yeah. in the background. Yeah, really pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. The, the Geppetto to the Pinocchio. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, the woman behind the man. Yes, I like Let's that. See. The woman I like that. The material engineer behind the long snapper. You know that, what I mean? That, you can break it down like that. And and so we found her. We uh, found it, finally. We were totally right. His whole thing, he was faking the whole time. Uh, actually, not that impressive, you know, classroom-wise. And uh, I mean, everybody can snap a ball. Sure. Well, that's <laughs> right. Easy. Electrical engineering. <laughs> circuit. Yeah. Here's an outlet. Go for it. <laughs> anyway, materials, that's where it's at. <laughs> Reagan Hanley, a 22 grad, just graduated. Just fresh out of the box. Uh-huh. And uh, and and now, well, we'll get into where she is now. But a, a materials engineer, and uh, apparently, have, have we had a just like a recent grad? I don't. I, this I, no, no, a, no. This is this, this is exciting. First timer. Yeah, this is exciting. Actually, I don't think we've had one this right fresh. Right out of the we've box. had one like, oh, I just graduated. I'm about to graduate, yeah, but not yeah. not not with that. Not the real deal. Right. Already, the, it, we don't have to ask what's next. We we're, <laughs> we're, we're living, living it. it. <laughs> so so uh, Reagan. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you drove apparently eight, eight, seven, eight hours to get here for the show. That's great. It's awesome that Penn State's playing this weekend too, and you'll be able to see Jacob. So that it worked out really well. Uh, I'm glad that happened. But thanks Y'all for are still us. together, aren't you? Yes. Oh, okay. thank God. <laughs> I didn't want to have to re-record. It was all, all of a sudden. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so she's in a relationship with Jacob Quattlebaum that uh-huh. we had on the. 
mm-hmm. podcast a while back, and he's a long snapper. How's he doing, by the way? He's doing great. Having a great Auburn football season so far. So great that I get to cheer him on this weekend. I know. Right. That's awesome. Well, so okay. we've never had anybody drive like overnight hours just to be on this podcast. Right. They've flown. From Washington, anybody but can anybody, do that. anybody yeah. can hop on a plane. This is some dedication here. Well, uh, so let's talk about you. Uh, you know, you just graduated, and and frankly, I mean, let's be honest, materials that's some hard stuff right there. Uh, and why in the world? How did you get here? Why did you get into? Why Auburn Engineering? Tell us all about yourself. Yeah, so um, I graduated from Gardendale High School in 2018. Go Rockets. Um, yes, go Rockets. Yeah, um, Austin covered them, I'm sure. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when I came to Auburn, I actually started in chemical engineering um, because my older brother was a chemical engineering student at the other school that won't be named. Oh, God. Um, but I realized that I didn't necessarily want to go to med school. I didn't necessarily want to do drugs and pharmaceutical. And so when I took our um, engineering orientation class, I realized we had what was called materials engineering, which is almost like the perfect mix between chemical and mechanical. And it was a little bit smaller, and um, which really drew me to it because we got to do a lot of really hands-on things. Um, we had really close relationships with professors and in the lab. So we got to do pretty much anything and everything we could set our mind to for especially like senior design projects or our, curse, our coursework. So um, I really enjoyed kind of picking and choosing where I wanted to do in materials, and I specialized in kind of like the biomaterials, biomedical side of it. Well, with the split family, what, what sold Auburn? Where, whereas you're the brains of the family, apparently, <laughs> right? but what, what sold you on Auburn specifically? Yeah, so I came in high school to E-Day and the 100 Plus Women Strong events, and I actually was a four-year scholarship recipient from the 100 Plus Women Strong organization, and um, being able to have a mentor of a woman that had gone through exactly what I was going through, um, was practicing engineering in the field, um, could sit there and tell me, I know that this class seems like it's the end of the world. Physics is horrible. You're going to make it through. I did. You can do it. The next group of girls that come through, they're going to do it. Um, so Auburn was really special in the sense that it wasn't a competition. It wasn't something that I felt like I had to prove myself. It was engineers helping engineers become better engineers. So. Who was your mentor? My mentor was Stella Contos. Oh, she was yeah. the 100 Plus yep. Women Strong student liaison. Um, we actually met through the Miss Alabama organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a really big encourager um, to come to Auburn and pursue engineering, even though I was a little bit nervous at first. Well, talking about competitions, we had Collins McMurray on here before mm-hmm. who won Miss Auburn. Back to back. <laughs> Jeremy, do you know who was first runner up to Collins? Reagan Hanley. Reagan Hanley. Well, there you go. Hey. <laughs> <Hello. Hello. laughs> well, uh, no, that's awesome. The, the world I'll grows smaller. You. There you go. Uh, you still doing that kind of thing? Um, so I've actually taken the year off just with moving. Um, Miss America system kind of gets a little iffy between states. You have to, you know, declare if you're going to compete in your home state or where you're attending school. So with moving kind of in the middle of a competition season, I took the year off, but. Um, it'd be really nice to get some more scholarship money through the Miss Alabama or the Miss Florida organization. So I'm definitely looking into competing. Some well, more. then, because Florida. So where are you now? Let's talk about it. Yeah. So I just moved to Tampa, Florida at the beginning of August. Um, so I am attending the International Institute of Orthotics and Prosthetics down there. Um, and I'm in my first semester. That is, uh, I, you know, you, you said in the materials side of things, you know, the 
what did you say? You said something smart. It was like <laughs> there's something about like bio and yeah. Because like when you when you think materials, right? It, uh, you would think if I saw somebody who was going there, I'd be thinking like, oh, it's somebody from Zabala's Albi Lab, you know, yada yada yada, you know, <laughs> over and over again. But no, it's materials. So how are you applying? I mean, what where? So I don't know. Walk me through that decision. Yeah. So in the materials program here at Auburn, you actually get nine free hours um, to kind of pick and choose what you want to specialize in, which is really cool because I had friends that specialized in the same things as me as like biomaterials, biomechanics, um, some people that did more of like a chemistry specialization, some that did corrosion and some that did like electrical concepts. So you really can make materials your own major um, and specialize it. So you're not sitting through maybe a class that you have no interest in, you actually get those nine hours to really dive deep into something that you're passionate about. So I chose to do um, anatomy and physiology one and two, and then a biomaterial specific course uh, taught by Dr. Chen in the materials department, which is really cool because he has some awesome research out there right now on um, kind of nanoparticles and how they interact with cancer cells. And so hearing from him firsthand, someone who's working in a research lab, what it looks like, um, to work with these materials, why they're biocompatible. Um, I think it really gave me um, an interest and a leg up going into my program because we have a whole class dedicated to the materials we're going to use to build prosthetics and orthotics for patients. Do you look down on people a lot, like, you know, like in- intellectually? <laughs> like Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering what it would be like to walk around and just, you know, like, oh, great, I'm doing that. I mean, I was going to say that I could take them up on that nine free hour thing, but so after I, hearing I, that, I don't that, think so. I swear I was just going to let it go, but because she kept talking, I, I, I wanted to interrupt and go, hey, Jer, she didn't actually mean free. <laughs> that meant elective. So oh, that, is that yeah. what that meant? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Because Jer's like, well, I could have been an engineer if they're just giving free hours out. I mean, I could walk right over there. It's no big deal. (laughs) Okay, that's what you mean. So uh, what are we going to do with this, with with this um, educational experience that we're going through right now? Are are we going into orthotics or what are we going to do with that? So right now I'm kind of in like the bookwork, the nitty gritty of my program. So I'm learning about different pathologies that patients can present with um, and different things like that. But in goal, so about this time next year, I'll be in a clinical rotation. And um, so I'll get some more shadowing, kind of like hands-on clinical practice experience with and um, working with a practitioner on orthotics and prosthetics. And then um, once you graduate from the program, you actually have to do either an 18-month dual residency or a 12-month orthotics 12-month prosthetics residency, but end goal is to be a practitioner and to work in an office um, somewhere. Don't know where yet, but I'm looking forward to kind of all those things and um, to be able to kind of change people's lives. I know. That's what's so great. You know, we're, we're talking about Penn State and everything, and this is dated, and this will come out after the fact. And I know if I'm, like, talking about how much we're going to win and beat them and everything, you're going to be like, well, it's going you never know. But you know what? I don't care what the, the score actually is. Even if we lose, we have folks like this. We've won. I mean, come at us. Well, you know, if, what college? If, where, where the well, hell are I will are? say if it's her boyfriend that costs the game, I do care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Q-Bomb has been bringing it. If he's snapping that back uh, 15 feet, I, yeah, I'm going to have a problem. Didn't he have like a good tackle or something? Didn't you tell me yeah. that he like on a, on a kickoff or a, well, or a punt? He did. Just this. Not a kick, yeah, just like. Like a punt? Yeah, just what? Was it the first game? It was, was against it? San Jose State. No, he got to week. stop yeah. the ball on a punt return. So That's he punted it. the ball and got it on like the third or fourth yard line. So I was out of town. I did not go that game. Watching it on TV, saw it, and the folks I that I'm with, text. I'm like, "That's my boy. He's mm-hmm. been on the podcast." <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, going back to your time here, 
Um, you know, you, you talking about going to E-Day, going to the Hunter Women Strong events, the impact that those had on you. Uh, you served as a cupola. So talk about that experience and what was your pitch? How were you selling Auburn uh, of what of the decision it was for you that other kids not make that same decision? Yeah, so with Cupola, I was actually the only materials engineer in Cupola until um, the year that I graduated and we actually got a sophomore um, that was also going into materials engineering. So it's pretty cool to be um, the one that like specialized in Wilmore Hall, um, Wilmore Laboratories. Um, not a lot of people go in there. A lot of people are scared of it. So um, <laughs> I actually worked for the materials engineering department this summer, kind of working with them, um, making it a little bit more welcoming um, so that when we have tour groups come in, and um, we can highlight materials engineering and how special it is because um, a lot of the things people want maybe out of one or two engineering majors, they could get with materials and, you know, specialize in maybe two different engineering disciplines all in one. And um, so it's been really cool to kind of morph the aspect that I didn't get touring um, when I came in as a perspective, not knowing materials even existed to creating maybe posters and and design aspects that students in the future can see and really highlight my major and my department because I'm really proud of it. Well, and we've got folks like the McMillans who invested in our unit ops lab um, to really renovate that space. That space looks a lot better. So um, a lot going on over there. What is BART Pro Rock really like? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we want to really, you know, kind of open up the the feeling of Wilmore and everything, people really get a feel for the family and everything. I mean, tell, tell the folks, I mean. So Dr. Perrock taught um, both of our like senior level um, sequence classes. And so that was really the first interaction I'd had with him as a student. And I will say he's tough. He wants you to do well. And he's going to give you every single critique that you could ever think of, especially like learning how to present and to, you know, put forth things in front of maybe an employer or for a job interview or something like that. But you do exit the program feeling really prepared. And because I think he's touched on everything that you could alter, do better, or practice on. So um, he really wants the best for that program, and I think that he's really encouraging to those seniors. What was the senior? What was your senior project? So we actually worked on. They were three D printed um, plastic frogs. So if you ever played with those plastic frogs that you would depress the tab um, and they would jump, we actually modified those um, and we printed them in plastic and in metal. And to kind of look at different properties, how could we change the design to make them jump? And it was really cool because I actually got to talk about that with my freshman year class at the International Institute um, because we have a 3D printer there now. And so um, taking my expertise from Auburn, I'm actually going to do my research project on 3D printing and possible aspects of 3D printing and prosthetics. Um, So being able to tie in that senior project of what seems silly kind of at the time of like being able to make frogs that jump you know, really far, really high. Um, We actually had a really good time with it and we got really competitive um, and we got to play around with a lot of really cool equipment to kind of um, print with metals for the first time with um, 316L steel. Um, I'd never seen that before. So getting to take that into industry was pretty cool. Your generation was playing with those things when you were little? Oh, yeah. Oh, I figured y'all would have had something. That was what we had because well, we were just like poor. Well, it was like a swipe-down digital thing. And then the frogs yeah, would I was, yeah, jump like that. It wasn't crazy. like. Well, if you can get into making prosthetics for frogs, then yes. you got something. Mm-hmm. There's a pun in there. I'll get to it later. <laughs> I'll get to it later. How's Jacob dealing with the long-distance thing? Um, long distance has definitely been hard. I definitely moved in the middle of fall camp for football. Mm-hmm. So um, it was kind of an adjustment at the first time because he was doing football from about 6 a.m. to about 10 at night. We're in an hour time difference. So um, figuring out 
all of that has been a little weird, but I've been blessed that um, right now I don't have class on Thursday and Friday, so I can do um, a flight or a quick drive up and get to see him play because I know his schedule is a little more limiting right now, but he's been really supportive of um, pushing me to go to Tampa and uh, really exploring you know, the field and what's best for me um, moving forward with like my career choices. So um, I've been really blessed that he's been giving me the green light with long distance and it's not been too difficult. How, how has Tampa been? Tampa is a really cool city. Um, I'm in my books a lot studying, so I haven't gone out too, too much to explore, but um, we've definitely gone to like Riverwalk and we've hung out as like a cohort. Um, so I'm getting to explore it little by little. I still have yet to get to go to the beach. So that's my big Come bucket on. list for one of these coming weekends, maybe after midterms, um, is to celebrate with a beach trip. So I live like 12 miles from Clearwater Beach, so I should be able to make yes, the trip. Yes, you should. <laughs> I think in the, it's called Tampa Bay, right? I mean, <laughs> like the city, I mean. It should what be pretty Ebor City. Should it be there? pretty? Yeah. I was like, we went. We were Riverwalk's like right on the edge of Ebor right. City, but um, there's a couple cool places I have on my bucket list. A really good ice cream place, apparently, that one of the girls that lives in Ebor um, has recommended. So I'll definitely be making a trip there yeah, soon. That's a lot of fun. Bring know. me back a cigar next time. Okay. <laughs> That'd Please be great. No. Well, um, I'd be remiss if we got away from here. You mentioned your scholarship with 100 Women Strong. Talk a little bit about that program and how influential it was on you and then how influential you've seen that be on probably our current students now that were coming in as you're going through it. So I think that the scholarship definitely kind of um, – kept me accountable, I will say, because, you know, in their guidelines, when you go to accept it, it says, you know, if you leave engineering, if you choose that, you may have to like repay it. And I mean, those are all things that are, you know, very reasonable for them to ask. But I think it definitely pushed me seeing that, seeing someone believed in me enough to give me a scholarship that I'm capable and I'm able to do engineering. Um, So it really pushed me in those times where I was like, no, I'm not good enough to do this. I can't, you know, I can't figure this out, especially in fundamentals of electrical engineering. That was not a good time for me. Um, I sat there a lot of times and I was like, I'm done. I'm, I can't be an engineer. And um, seeing that those women's can, women continually come back um, to have lunch and learns, to um, do mentoring programs, to, I mean, seeing my roommate and her own mentor having a great relationship still post-graduation um, and them encouraging her to go and take her dream job. Seeing things like that, I can't imagine where it's going to go for current students. Um, I know that we have a couple coops that are um, current student liaison. So that's been really cool to see um, and just encouraging females that they can do it, even though maybe the classroom doesn't look a lot like them. Um, looking around, I was like, materials, I was blessed. We did have a really good group of girls in there that um, we continually studied and encouraged one another. But I know a lot of the times it's frustrating, especially those like first year classes, you're like, oh, okay, I'm like <laughs> one to five ratio here. <laughs> Well, that's a, this is the testament that we need to make sure that we keep keep the women coming in uh, through our engineering program. In 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 Cupola, you were your title was I was director of selections. Director of selections. So you know you were really in charge of this newest group that we have coming through. Um, talk about that group and just what what they do for Auburn University and Auburn Engineering. 
So um, leading, you know, the kind of the application process for Kupla, we do it a very special way. You can't um, apply to be in Kupla until about um, January of your sophomore year. And so you've been through like three semesters of engineering. You have it under your belt. You kind of know what you're doing a little bit. I don't know if we ever really figure it out, but <laughs> um, this group that we got this past year has been really special. Like I, before I came into the podcast, I actually went over by our office in Brown Coval and um, got to see some of them that were working in office hour at 10 and you know, seeing them and their drive to continually promote Auburn engineering. They're definitely doing what our motto says in promoting, unifying, and serving the engineering campus and our alumni and our new prospective students. Um, I know a bunch of them are working the tailgate for engineering um, for Penn State this weekend. So seeing them um, getting to be an alumni for the first time, which will be kind of weird, but um, definitely serving, driving to Birmingham. Some of them went to Birmingham this past week to work an event with Auburn engineering. Um, the dedication of this group has been really cool to see and their sign-up list has never filled up faster. So I think I did an okay job. No, <laughs> you did more than an okay job. I can tell you that this is one of the most impressive groups that I've seen. Uh, and and the ones that got selected, you, you did an amazing job. Well, thank you. Well, and I, I'd be remiss before we leave to ask one more question. Where did your mom teach? Because I know she's a teacher. Where all did your mom teach? So currently she's at Bragg Middle School, which okay. is in Gardendale, Alabama. Right. Um, she was at, I want to say Rudd Middle oh, School yeah. as well. And, and where else yeah, was here she we go. And okay. she was at Pittman. Pittman oh, Middle School. There it is. Okay. P-M-S. Yes. <laughs> Pittman. It's now Hueytown Middle School, so I guess they got Did tired of Did you go there? I went to. Did you go there? I went to you, Pittman Middle School. I, I was I a went, Pittman I went to Pizzitz Middle School. Well, I'm sorry. Other people, man. Uh, that was, and you admit that? No, uh, well, Pizzitz Pirates. We brought it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Chaboom. It's not the Pittman Panthers, but yeah. <laughs> Reagan, can't thank you enough yes. again for making this incredible journey just as, you know, you know, I, I hope you get to us. see Jacob, yeah. and that's yeah. cool and all. But seriously, that, that you would <laughs> continue that dedication by showing up for this uh, great, uh, great, uh, you know, I guess platform uh, for the college and showing folks off like yourself to make us all really feel inadequate and inferior when it comes to our life choices, our intellect. Uh, again, and when we finally have, not, well, yeah, and when exactly. we finally have to cut Jeremy's legs off, you can come. I can't build the prosthetics. I, I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> to be worked on <laughs> with some Auburn engineering. That's it. You know, brain power. That's, That's going to be it. great. Thanks a ton, yes. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. You're listening to the hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.